Hey y'all, Madison Spano here. Today I wanted to do a short podcast on spiritual renewal. Um, just because, you know, we just released the 2020 Her Workbook. And um, and this really is a major aspect of becoming and maintaining her. Um, and, and I find that uh, most people neglect the spiritual side of her. Um, and really it's the foundation of all other aspects. So um, so really it's, it's not... Um, um, it can be very detrimental, and th- um, neglecting your spirit can actually be the hidden root of depression, anxiety, um, ment- other mental illnesses, um, and really like unexplained like stomach pains. Um, it really, when we neglect to have a relationship with God um, and to allow Him to heal and um, to spirit us into those places that we cannot bring ourselves to. Um, really, um, it causes unexplained um, issues. Um, it's kind of like a chair, you know. So we have, you know, every, there's four aspects to her. Um, one leg would be her mind, um, her, and then her body, her soul, and her spirit. And so when one leg gets broken, the whole thing comes crashing down. When our spirit is out of flow, our entire soul is thrown off track, and we really cannot live a life of purpose, value, and we definitely will not see dreams fulfilled in a way which allows us um, to enjoy them and to have peace and happiness in the process. Uh, Really, this took me a long time to realize um, I fell away from the Lord during college a little because, um, well, I saw, I saw a lot of my sorority friends, um, and just how happy and successful and perfect their lives seemed, and, um, and I just didn't see how, you know, God fit in that, and really I saw God as more of a distraction to the life that I was trying to attain rather than, um, rather than someone that was aiding me towards my dreams. Um, but little did I know that all of my sorority sisters, like, my friends, they were, like, dying inside. Like, I love this quote from Dr. Henry Brandt. Um, he says, um, in, in his book, The Struggle for Inner Peace, um, he explains it this way. Um, so we had a patient come to him, um, really tortured with, like, just, um, years and years of anxiety, depression, um, and really, he was reaping, like, physical manifestations from, living against God's freedom ways, yet he couldn't see it. Like, Satan had him, like, blinded. Um, and he said, he said this, um, the guy that came to see, um, Dr. Henry Brandt, he said, some of the finest people I know are not Christians. They openly spurn the Bible, yet they seem to be so happy and get along well with other people. Some of the leading people in my church are much harder to get along with and do not appear to be as happy as those who are not Christians. If God's way is the only way to peace and happiness, then why are those non-Christians so happy with life and the Christians that I know are not? Um, And so Dr. Henry Brandt comments on that, and he says that John's observations were correct, but you can become confused by seeing, overseeing others. The Bible tells us the Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Um, He he goes on to say that as a counselor, I see many people who are woefully unhappy individuals, but who never give any outward indication of it. A person's outward behavior doesn't always give a measure of what is really going on inside them. Sometimes it could be more of the contrary. 
Um, God gives sunlight to both the good and the evil. He sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. All good comes from God. We must be careful about making judgment based on what we, what we perceive to be another person's happiness or contentment. Where will, the, the question is, where will you place your faith? In the conduit of another person or the conduct of another person? Um, in the words or writings of another individual? Or will you place your faith in the words of God? You alone have that choice. When, when that guy came into the office to see, um, you know, Dr. Henry Brandt, he had questions about the conduct, um, you know, of Christianity and their experience with life. It seemed reasonable to run away from the Bible and take the viewpoint followed by those who appeared happier. But he had a choice to make, to believe the mirage or to believe the truth of God's word. God is the only way to happiness. He created it, and only he sustains it. Dr. Henry says this, I have learned that the man who violates biblical principles will be unhappy, whether he appears to be or not, just as the man who disobeys the rules of health will be sick, whether he looks like it or not. I say this by faith, but I also say it by experience, that the unhappy, tense, anxious, miserable person who comes to a counselor for help is usually knowingly or unknowingly violating some biblical principle. Um, really, this is, this is a truth that I have come to see as Satan's greatest weapon against her. Um, this mirage that we can live a happy life without God, um, the creator and sustainer of everything good. And so wherever you are in your spiritual life right now, I wanted to give you a little cheat sheet for renewing and maintaining your spiritual her. During, um, during really, you know, this year's ebb and flows, um, this is a new year for us to, um, for us to tackle and to, um, really level up and, um, and to own it, you know, and to really, um, take advantage of the, um, you know, the, the, the part that we play in creating the life that we want to live. So, um, you know, ma maintaining her spirit is like, literally the foundation to like anything that you will ever achieve in life. Um, and if you don't have like a proper foundation, then like you're going to fall. Like when life's like struggles come, like you're going to, you're not going to know what to stand on. Um, and so this is kind of like a key to a spiritual restart, um, into really renewing your walk with the Lord. Um, I don't know about you, but my walk with the Lord is like the number one most important thing in my life. Like not just to have peace, but to like overcome anxiety, um, depression, and really to live an overall like happy, productive, and successful every day. Um, but at times, I really, I can feel so far from him. I can feel like he's a million miles away. And sometimes it's due to like something I've done, um, not spending time with him, like lack of spiritual flow. Um, and sometimes it's just spiritual attack. Um, but whatever it is, the truth is that God has has not left. Like, he's still inside of, of you. Like, if you feel like that, like, he is still inside of you. And, like, you're gonna, like, I know I feel like that periodically. Like, it, it, it really, like, hits me, like, I don't know, like, a couple times a month where I just feel, like, really spiritually dry. And I just feel like God has, like, left me, you know? Um, but, like, the truth that I have to, like, remember is that, like, he's still inside me. Like, he has not gone anywhere. Um, like, his spirit is, like, literally married to mine. Like, He's not going anywhere. When we feel spiritually dry and alone, or even like unsaved, 
The truth is that God has and always will be right where he is in your heart. And his spirit is like intertwined with yours. Like, and he says, never will I leave you and never will I forsake you lest he divorce himself. Rather in these moments, the single factor lying to you is feeling. So that's like what it all comes down to is that like when you feel like that, you have to identify that as a feeling and feelings lie like we cannot rest on feeling. Satan uses feeling more than anything to get us Christians to doubt our salvation, our peace, and our abundance. He knows, he knows that he, if he can get us to doubt what we have, he has robbed us of it already. Um, and so whether you've already like walked away from God for a season, like stepped out of his plan, taken a wrong turn, missed an exit, or really you just feel spiritually insecure and, and like off flow, here is a short prayer to restart your walk with God and really feel him today. Um, and I like to pray this every morning. Scripture says that God's mercies are new morning by morning. Not that he waits, um, you know, till the morning to renew, but that like when we wake up, it's as if like a restart has actually been given us, like literally. Um, so here's like a little like example of like what I like to pray. <clears throat> Um, so I, I would just be like, dear Lord, like, I pray that you would forgive me for anything that I may have done to offend you, any ways I have walked out on your will, not wanted what is actually good for me, and fallen short of your beautiful ways. Help me have a desire for you. Transform my heart and my mind to want what you want. What you say is even beautiful for me. And then, Lord, grant me every dream and desire of my heart. Lord, let my every dream, my every desire to be a journey that I travel with you side by side. Let it draw me towards you, Lord. I surrender all of me today, everything that I want, need, because I know that you want to give me good things more than I even want them myself. Thank you for dying for me, for saving me, and for coming to give me life in this life as well as the next. I love you, Lord. Amen. So that's like, I don't know, like that's like something that like, for me, like, kind of just restarts me spiritually, um, and helps me, like, defy the feeling of being so far away from the Lord, and, like, and, like, I like to pray this out loud, um, because I feel like it just, um, I don't know, there's something about praying verbally out loud, um, so like I said, this is just, like, a restart prayer that I pray every day, morning by morning, his mercies are new, he says, um, he wants more than anything to have a relationship with you. This is his, like God's like main concern, not what you're doing, like not where you've been or even like where you are now. If you are in your darkest valley, he literally just wants you to invite him in and to let him help you out. Like if you are on a mountaintop, well, like he's rejoicing too. Like he's not chiding you for being happy. Um, contrary to Christian belief, God wants you to be happy. He just wants your everything to be first in him. So whatever your tangible dreams are for your future, whatever makes you happy, like he wants to be the foundation under that. Like this means that, that he wants to be invited into your dreams. He wants to be invited into your hopes and even into your fears. Like he wants he wants to have a daily relationship with you where you want him, where you depend on him, and where you love him. This is all that it means to put God first. It means to, like, literally, like, seek God, like, to pray, to, like, talk to him first. Um, and guess what? Like, the Bible says that when you do this, like, when you spend time with God and when you, like, like choose to spend time with him first, 
um, that he will literally make sure that you get everything that you want. Like, I know people are so, like, you know, I'm not, this is, like, so far from the prosperity gospel, because the prosperity gospel is, the mentality behind the prosperity gospel is that, you know, I am my own, like, God. Like, I can attract things to me, um, even if it's not God's will. Like, I can attract things to me. Like, I am my own God. But this, this literally, like, this is, like, what the Bible, like, says. Like, he says that, you know, he says that, let me be your first desire and I will grant you every other desire. It says, it says that in Psalms 37, 4. And the, the thought behind that is that, you know, God is the creator of everything good. Like, and he wants, like he says that he wants to give you good things, but he wants to be your first. And so the difference between like, like, you know, um, Psalms 37, 4 and like biblic biblically, like, the bib like biblically prospering or whatever, um, and like the prosperity gospel is that like God, like God's will is always first and foremost. Um, but you know that God's will is to give you good things. So, um, so like you're not your God. Like God is God is like He is sovereign. He is over all. Um, but literally, like He just wants you to love Him, and He wants to be loved. He wants to love you even more. Like, um. And really, it's because he knows that you need him and that he is your creator and your sustainer and your bread of life. He knows that she cannot thrive or breathe or fly high without him. Like, it's impossible. Um, every single Christian, strong or weak, seasoned or a new believer, struggles consistently with maintaining his or her faith feeling. Um, did you hear that? So I'll say it again. Every single Christian struggles to maintain his or her faith feeling. But our faith is not derivative of our feeling. We at times feel unsaved, unknown, and unloved by Christ. And likewise, we at times feel that we do not know, or like that we do not want to know, love, or follow Christ. But guess what? Like, this is normal. The faith experience is driven by feeling many times, but we've got to learn that faith is not derivative of feeling. Faith is separate from feeling. Um, so that's, like, really what I wanted to share today, um, just to kind of, like, jumpstart you this year into really um, renewing your spirit and renewing your walk with the Lord, and just, like, I mean, that's just an example of what I like to pray, um, but, you know, make it, like, yours, um, and, like, you know, just, like, pray through it, pray through the things that, you know, you struggle with to, like, um, you know, really find your spiritual flow and, like, pray about it. Um, and bring them to the Lord. So anyways, um, we, I will see y'all next week.